welcome back, everybody. It's uh, Sarcasm Speaks. It's Jared and Bob. And if you're on YouTube, you can see we got a we got a very special guest. We got two special guests. We've got one guest and and one cast. <laughs> We've got Mitch and Mitch's cast. So, uh, do you want to just jump right into it? Do you want to just tell us the story of of what the fuck you did? Yeah, before that, I just want to say, Bob, your name, not today, old friend, reminds me the job I'm currently at. Uh, the thing is Zoom interviews, right? And I had a Zoom interview with you guys where I think, was my name was Asshole or something? Oh, it might have been. Was on this, and I never changed it back. So I went through the first 20 minutes of the interview and my current boss was like, hey, I'm just going to let you know. We've been texting about it on the side, but your your screen name says asshole one. <laughs> She's like, it's cool. I just want to let you know. <laughs> That's awesome. I mean, I'm just trying to set realistic expectations here. <laughs> yeah. Dude, I don't know if I can I can't even move my hand. Can you see like this middle finger? It's yeah, so much more than it was. I'm I've been in the process of actually modified the cast, if you haven't told. Uh as I got more feeling back in my hand, I can move it. I got like a lobster claw right now. Yeah, I can uh, see there's a little bit of like uh, like fluff coming out by where your knuckles are. Yeah, it's 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 like ridiculous. I was gonna say no. chew, chewing on it like a dog. Yeah. No, I've been ripping it because we <laughs> give you so the like, comb. You never like you don't think. I was like positive mindset. I'm like, oh, I can still do shit. I can still train. I'll be good. And then like, I'm 31 years old, and my worst enemy is a fucking shoelace. <laughs> yeah shit that's right i would imagine yeah like, it makes tying your I, I literally would go up to my athletes and i'm like hey man i got a favor to ask so like what's up i was like can you tie my shoe <laughs> like two heads i'm like no i'm dead serious like i can't that's like, at I that point you just hold up your arm and be yeah. like hello but like because in theory you think you can move the hand but yes i sent you guys the photos of it right yeah i got like two plates and how many fucking screws and a, and a scar from here to here now because of a plyo safe usa box <laughs> more like plyo unsafe oh i wrote a fucking stern <laughs> review i said i gave him a one out of five stars <laughs> i said there's nothing safe about this box especially when you smoke your hand off it did you yeah, attach like, a, a pdf of your uh your x-ray I should have. That's it. <laughs> there, probably be like, there's no fucking way that's impossible <laughs> even when i saw like our surgeon like dacus he's the hand specialist down here he was like I yeah, he's like, what happened? And then he hit up my like my coaches and shit. And he's like, what's the real story? He's like, no one breaks their hand doing that. He's like, I've been a hand surgeon for like five years, dude. And he's like, no one breaks their fucking hand jumping to a plyo box. Like to the point where like the funniest thing, Jared, you get this, is I just I had my meet on Saturday. Yeah. And I weighed, I came in overweight. I was at like 165. I was like, all right, well, I don't care. I was like, I'm not a national level lifter. I was like, I'll just compete where I'm at. Who cares? I won't cut the 160. So I'm at a 165, 170 with a bloat. Like I ate like a truck stop fucking diner <laughs> breakfast. Like uh, didn't care. I had like 64 ounces of water because I was like, I want this to go well, whatever. Right. And uh, right. I was doing it, man. Like, no, nah, um, dude, you're supposed to spit in a cup and run around the parking lot. And, <laughs> and then like wonder a, why you can't even hit 85%. Yeah. yeah. And <laughs> I'm like, punch yourself in the thinking. nose so you bleed it out. Yeah. yeah, I've always kind of had like the back door, like where I've taken it serious, but never enough. And then I'm at a point where like, I'm looking at like what the national totals are for an 81. And like AO series final was the goal for this upcoming year. Like two year plan was like, I'd have a back door at like B session for nationals. 
if I kept training hard, right. If I cut out all my extracurricular activities, like my cardio stuff, like, cause I'll run distance all the time. And I was like, all right, well, if I cut Stupid. that out, yeah, I was like, my natural <laughs> body weight's like 175. So I was like, I have like, I was talking with the guy I trained with and I was like, all right, let's say next year's goal is AO series one. And I was like, for those who don't get it, that'd be like, just like a wild card playoff in the MLB. Like you have to be decent to qualify for it, but it's nothing special. Like, right. Right. Like it means like you've trained, you train hard, like you're new, like, yeah. And I was like, cause someone's telling me, he's like, if you're 165 and you I pretty much power snatched hundred and he's like, you're clean and jerking 125. And he's like, you've been doing like 12 to 15, like 15 to 20 miles of running a week. In addition to two workouts of working all day. He's like, if you actually took it serious, like he's like, you could probably make a national stage in two years. Right. Cause he's like, right. he's like adding 50 kilos to your total isn't outrageous where you're at right now he's like you're no, he's like, not in two years your build he's like if you sit at like 175 to 180 he's like if you train hard he's like you should be able to snatch anywhere from like 110 to 120 and he's like you can probably clean and jerk 140 to 160 so I, i'm like all right and fucking then let's do this like i'll do it why not i'm a strength coach it fits it it's like i want to <laughs> do it i want to be good at it do that sunday good monday good reaffirm it on monday i'm like hey let's go all in break my fucking hand tuesday at noon <laughs> <laughs> but like to play into it it's like crazy you always talk about like all that interference effect and everything and i didn't think of it until so, like now that i can't really condition where i can ride a bike like zone two like true old man shit right right lift my strength like i did reverse lunges for like three sets of four yesterday at 295 and the only difference between what i was doing before and now is like i'm just not doing my extra like 16 to 20 miles of running and three extra conditioning sessions a week and I was like, fuck, man. I was like, when I when I can actually snatch again, it's going to be insane. Yeah. I mean, hey, you heard it here first, kids. Uh, cardio is fucking stupid. Yes. Just lift weights. <laughs> <clears throat> you don't need it. Fuck your just, just, uh, just, just eat okay. Yeah. I'm like on the spectrum right now, just so focused in on trying to get back to snatching <laughs> and like clean and jerking. Like everyone's like, you want to come out and get a beer? And I was like, no, I can't. I need to recover so I can make this. <laughs> Dude, you should work on your one hand snatch. Uh, that's not going to go well. I don't want to have a shoulder surgery also. I'm not that. <laughs> It'll make your shoulder stronger. Yeah. Yeah. Just like a dumbbell snatch actually does something. Yeah. Oh yeah. Dude, just do it with kettlebells. You're fine. Oh yeah. Same thing. Yeah. No, it's uh, it's like a weighted jumps the same as a clean con guys. Yeah, exactly. Just put a weighted vest on and do some jumps. But yeah, no, you should definitely just uh fuck all that cardio. Don't need it. Stupid. No, today fuck I walked for heart. an hour. That was it. You don't need your heart to be efficient at anything. You will actually what you need it to be efficient at is pumping as much blood as possible as quickly as possible for about like four beats. And then okay, that's yeah. it. Also, like that, my, my thing with cardio is like, have you ever squatted fucking tens? Have you ever done five by 10? No, that's, God, no. I would never do such I, a thing. I have. Yeah, I've done 10 by yeah. 10. Yeah, you get to, do you like oh, you German volume training? I did, I did GVT for a little while. Yeah. You start with a positive mindset and you're like, all right, cool. This is nice. Like, I like this. This is a change. Yeah. And you're on like set form. You're like, he's a fucking idiot. My coach yeah. is dumb. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you're like angry. Well, the fa my favorite part is like when you do, I think when I th I'm trying to remember, I think when we did German volume training, it's obviously it said 10 by 10. So the weight that we started at, I remember being like, this is stupid. I think I did like, I don't even know. It might've been like 135 pounds. Like whatever it was, was like ridiculously light. 
And I remember being like, this is stupid. Like, I'm not, how am I going to get stronger? Like I get hypertrophy and I know how it works, obviously. Right. Like I understand how the fucking body works, but I'm like, this is just dumb. Like 135 pounds is nothing. And by like the sixth set, I was like, holy fucking shit. I think this is too heavy. (laughs) By the time I, I finished like the 60th rep and was like, I still have to do 40 more of these. What in the fuck? Like I'm going to die. (laughs) <laughs> well, I said, like, I have a guy doing, he's doing like a 10 minute density. Yeah. And like bench press, I was like, yeah, I guess, uh, I guess grab 95 pounds. And he's like, okay. I go, dude, honestly, I go, this is your first week doing it. I'm like, you're probably going to, I think you ended up doing 54 reps. I was like, you haven't done 54 reps of bench press in, I don't know, ever. Yeah. I go, and never mind tomorrow when you fucking wake up, like you're not going to be able to reach your arms over your head. <laughs> yeah. You're going to feel like you get two torn pecs. But then by the time you're done doing the density, like if you do like a four week phase of density, by the time you're done, it's like things just don't seem so hard anymore. Yeah. No, absolutely. Mitch, you mute like yourself. Two days right, a week. Go. I got like the five by 10 on Monday. And I think last Monday I worked up to like 125 for my last three sets. And I was like, I probably could have went heavier. No, 285 was the last set. Then I did five by eight at 285. And then tomorrow when I go again, I'll be around like 305 to 315 on the safety bar. And I was just like, it's going to be an interesting thing because I just want to see how cock strong I can get before I snatch. Like it's not going to look good <laughs> snatching it. Like realistically, like the next meet I'll, I'm, we're aiming for is like four months out because it's four to six weeks to bone to heal. Yeah. Then he'll probably like after that, he's like at eight weeks, I can start like snatching and clean and jerk and get a bar in my hand, but I can't really RDL or deadlift at all. So we're just relying on fucking squatting. So it's yeah. going to be interesting to see like going through a, a true squat cycle where it's six days a week, safety bar Monday, reverse lunge Tuesday, hands free front squats on Wednesday. Thursday <laughs> is uh, revert, no safety bar on Thursday, no hands free front squat on Thursday. Safety bar on Friday, hands-free front squat Saturday, safety bar squat Saturday, and it's just through the fucking cycle. And it's every two weeks we drop reps. You know what's really funny <clears throat> listening to you talk about that is I think I talked about this on the podcast before, but uh, shout out to uh, to Tony, uh, friend of the show. He's been on before. Um, I think it was I don't know, Dad's maybe you remember. Was it 2019, 2018? Well, when you do your competition, yeah. When I when I did my comeback, no it might have been like 2018 ish. It was either 2018 or 2019, and I took eight to ten weeks, I think, to really train, like like legitimately, like leading into it. And I think I like actually like trained three to four times a week, and I probably only squatted like twice out of those three or four days leading up to it. And I hit numbers that were like, I think it was like 85% of like the best I had ever done. Like when I was younger, like, you know, when I was like 23 and I was like, Oh wow, that's, that's crazy. And I was talking to Tony and he was like, yeah, doesn't it really make you like realize how stupid you were to squat six days a week? And I was like, yeah, that's fucking dumb. Like you don't need it. You like, you don't need to train that hard. Like you don't need to do that much stuff because I did in 
let's call it 10 weeks. It was probably eight, but let's call it 10 weeks. In 10 weeks, I actually trained four days a week. So what is that? 40 sessions of training leading into a competition with without doing any sort of Olympic lifting for at least a year and a half, if not two years before that. And I hit 85% of what I did, you know, when I was 23 years old and I was strong as fuck and I was doing it basically full time, right? Because I was a college student. So I, I was like just lifting like once a day, sometimes twice a day, like just going fucking ham, right? Squatting six times a week, like just getting fucking huge. I mean, I was strong as fuck. I, I, won, I, I squatted like 420. So it was like, yeah, like I could clean and jerk a, a fuck ton. I think the best I ever clean and jerked was 330. Um, and then my best snatch, I think was 110. So kilos. So I think whatever it is, I think it's 145. 242, 330. 145. Or was it 150? I don't know. Yeah. So it was 150 and 110. That was uh because that's 260. Because I, I needed I needed a total of 265 <laughs> to qualify for I think it was nationals at the time. And I had I not in competition, but in training, I had a total of 260. And I was like knocking on the door of being able to actually go to nationals. Um like real American nationals, not like because I had I had gone to the American Open and um, university yeah. nationals. And I had competed at a national level, but not like legit, like American nationals. Um, yeah. but I was super close training fucking all the time. And then I took 10 weeks, four times a day or four times a week. And I'm like, I'm like 85% as good as I was then. That's fucking yeah. dumb. It's, it's so weird how all that shit plays into because like oh one break your hand and you'll squat six days a week because it makes sense right well right. yeah that too so that's why i'm, do. I'm yeah. super i'm super interested to see how things go when you actually do get healthy i'm almost tempted to tell you to wait even longer so yeah, like you, you said you said what six at six least weeks? Eight weeks of just squatting yeah before you even try and snatch and clean and jerk what eight weeks yeah then i, I would say I would say even wait like 12 weeks and just say, fuck it. Just get like real strong and then go from there. And you'd be like surprised. Absolute dump for fucking legs in about the next two weeks. <laughs> You're going to need new pants. Yeah. I already have wear tight pants. So we're in a bad spot. <laughs> <laughs> it was nuts. Like they the stretch. amount you were squatting, like the frequency, the volume, every like. So at one point, Derek, have you ever met Derek? My buddy, my old business partner from INRX. Um, yeah. so at one point his legs were so fucking big that we measured them. I think he had 20 is 27 or 28 inch thighs. Like one thigh was 27 inches circumference around. And at that time I was like, dude, I wear size 30 pants. My <laughs> waist was three inches Long, like bigger in circumference than one of his thighs. And I mean, he's a big guy anyway, yeah. but like, I was like, holy shit. Dude, like, that's wild. To see how this looks. And I'm going to look like a fucking bear in about eight weeks. Like, <laughs> especially because like smart enough to know better, but also smart enough to know when it comes to like, I have a coach for training, just be dumb. Too stupid to miss. Like, you know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. 
And I also like, I take the Bulgarian method to heart with when I do everything where it's like, I'll listen on snatches and clean and jerks. But if you wrote, if Bobby's like, Hey, you got four sets of five at squat today at 315. It means like 315, 325, 335 <laughs> was kind of hard. So we'll try 345. I'm not going to hit the reps so on that. So why don't I just max out? I'm, I'm going to build up to a relative, like in Putin's nose, he's like, I'm going to build up to a relative vibe for the day. And I was like, if I hit that on set three, I'll go back down for set four. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, I won't miss, but goddamn, like we're going for it. The negative self-talk is way too strong. Are you kidding yeah. me? I'm in the middle of the set and I'm like, you're a bitch. I'm like, you are a bitch. I was like, <laughs> I'm looking by yourself. There's something to be said for that though. I think a lot of people can get away with that. Um, if it's done properly, right? Like if I today decided that I wanted to start training again and tried to do like that, like the Bulgarian method, I would die. I would blow yeah. out my knees. I would, you know, fuck up my elbows. Like I would just be dead. Right. I do want to say a caveat. He does not program that. That's just, Oh no, 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 no. I know. I know. Time. But I'm just saying like, if you are trained, right, if your body is conditioned to constantly be under heavy loads, right, and your your tendons and ligaments have built up to that yeah. point where, like, you, can, you, can, you can do it, I think you can sustain it. So I think, that like, the Bulgarian method gets a bad rap a lot, but it's mostly because idiots like like me right now would try and do it, right? Like, my body is in no condition to go max effort balls to the wall all the time. Like if I were to start training again, I would need to literally start at like 65 yeah. to 75% of my quote perceived max. And then like do that for like a month and then like ramp up from there. Yeah. It's like, dude, it's like when strength coaches, the tangent, like they'll program, like they're like, I want you to build up to an RPE five. And like, I get like, it's huge and it works well for certain people, but then I can never do that because I was like, all right, so Bobby wants me to start at a five out of 10, but end at a 10 out of 10. <laughs> I was like, that's where we're ending this session today. <laughs> or it's like, like, I'll look at my baseball boys and I'm just like, we're not going to be able to do RPEs with you. Cause I was like, I can't even listen to it. And that's my job. <laughs> well, I've also, so I've always, you know, this is like a no shit thing, but when you have a team, you have kids that want to get after it to their own detriment. You have kids that don't want to do a goddamn thing and maybe kids that will do just what you say. Like, that's it. Like, like no more, yeah. no less. So it's either they're fucking crack addicts, <laughs> they're lazy asses, or they just, they're 16 or 12 pieces of flair. Like, you don't get, like, no one like is like, you know what? I'm doing all right today. I'm going to get after it. It's like, no, it's either like speedball, nothing. Or just follows directions. Yeah, I, I think I continually, when I train, have like a David Goggins like spiel in my head, where it's like <laughs> I'll get in there and I'll be like, I'll be fucked up, and I'm just like, all right, we're just gonna. I was like, I'm gonna stick to the weights today. We're good. We're good. Then next thing you know, it's like six by five, and I'm like just climbing ten kilos at a time. So it's like, <laughs> I'm like oh, it was a five hour round. Fuck. Yeah, and then but in like so the RPE five. Well, for people that don't want to do anything. RPE two becomes RPE five. Right. Right. Then for the, for the bare minimum, you might get a five out of them. Like they might be like, yeah, I mean, I don't want to do anything more, but like that wasn't that hard. 
yeah. whatever. Yeah. You're like, I'm, I'm bad enough. Like as I get older, I get more competitive, like where I create stories in my head. Like I could easily be like, I at the East Coast gold meet, I made this whole story up in my head that chances it, it never happened. Like I, it's like, I, I, I won't use the guy's name because he did nothing wrong. I'll just say it was Jared. I had to take my risk because I was going in with a sprained wrist. Like I, I sprained it over the summer and I was trying to like come same one that's broken. Right. And that's like, good. Well, it's probably better. The TFCC, whatever. You don't want to have two lifting. Yeah, I wasn't lifting. So I taped it and I was like, oh, it feels pretty fucking good. So we're good. And I was like trying to get up. You know what I mean? Where I was like, this dude in my head, I was like, went to the judges after I hit my 100 kilo snatch and says it doesn't count because the race, the the uh, the tape isn't a qualification. And I was like, this dude had nothing but support me the whole time. He's been nice. And I was like, fuck that guy. I was like, I'm going to hit it. And I, I hit it. I put it down. And I look right at this guy sitting there. And I was just like, fuck you. And my head, like, <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, I like I'm a better competitor than I am like in training. I've learned too with it where it's crazy to see it. Like the sports like behind, like, cause yeah, weightlifting's pretty close where it's like, you only have six attempts. So like you can crash and burn fast. Right. And right. I was like, more meets I do, I see like, because you see it in team sport a bit, but it's usually never to the same extent or it's hidden a bit where like Bobby might have like a psychological issue in terms of performance for an inning, or he might have it for two or three plays and then he's able to get out of it or they sub him out. So you don't, you don't see the full extent of it. Right. Right. Uh, like if he gets the yips, but in lifting, it's just you versus yeah. you and weightlifting where like you can get the yips in powerlifting and probably still get your first one or two up. Yeah. But like, you know, it's crazy, man. You'll watch people in the back room start like bombing out at like 60%, 70%. And you're like, and it's crazy because you'll see their videos where they're putting up like 120 on powers and then it's meat day and they're trying to hit a hundred on the stage. So like they hit the clean and they clark it and they fall back or. Yeah. Yeah. And meanwhile, I'm just like, I might break myself, but we're going to figure it out. Fuck. <laughs> I used to, I found, I used to do better when I would almost kind of like meditate when I was before, like I, cause I would put when I was lifting for the team that I started with, cause I will not say their name cause fuck them. Um, but weightlifting. yeah, they suck. Um, I don't even think it exists anymore, which good, but, um, we weren't allowed to wear headphones, right? We weren't allowed to listen to music if, cause it was unprofessional because we're 19, 20 year old athletes at a fucking, in a, in a gym at Trinity college at a fucking weightlifting meet where there's like all together, like spectators included about 57 people, but, yeah. but we have to look professional. Okay. So whatever. But then like, as I progressed through whatever, like I would, I would mess around with music and stuff. And I found that I did worse when I would listen to like, you know, whatever disturbed or like Marilyn Manson or like any of that. But when I listened to like, Dave Matthews or like Trevor Hall or like shit like that. Like I was like in the zone and I would just fucking crush. And I was like, Hmm, that's, it's interesting. They're like, I clearly am not good at regulating. <laughs> so no, like, you know what I mean? I like know. when I, I get up, five. like I get too up and then like shit just goes, goes off from there. <clears throat> well, any, anything with anything when the nervous system's involved? Cause whether it's um, max effort lifting or like, see, even like use like long drive, for example, or like if you're doing speed training, whatever, there are people that can get too high. They can, they can fucking psych themselves out because they get yeah. like, you know, they listen to the music 
and they they pump themselves up and they grab the smelling salts and they're yelling or someone fucking slaps them in the face and it's too much. Right. But then there are people that need that. They need to get themselves going. Right. And I'm not smart enough to know, like, how do you determine what type? Well, I mean, practice. You like, you can find yeah. out if you're outside of, of trial and error. <laughs> yeah, that's um, basically how I found out. Yeah, I but, just get obscenely fucking angry for some reason. Like you, Jared, could be like, "Man, that was a great meeting." Like, oh, fuck, <laughs> fuck him. I don't know. I, I'm an angry lifter. Like in the moment, like I take it personal. It's weird. Yeah, I mean, I've like I've had people too where it's like. I have to just insult them in order for them to fucking pick a bar up off the ground. I'm like, and I like flip out too when I do it. And it's like, it always, and of course, like my flip out is I'm like, why the fuck do I need to, why, why do I need to get you to lift the fucking weight? I go, I've seen you do this multiple times. It's not even fucking heavy. Like, why the fuck do I need to get you up? And then all of a sudden the bars off the ground. <laughs> I also have like an un- unrealistic high expectation since I decided to take it. Like, and I was like, oh, let's see what I can do. I was like, it'd be kind of cool to make a national meet. Like, even if it's B series, like it's relatively hard to do. Like as a strength coach, it's a good feather in your cap. Like why not train for it? Like I haven't played a sport right. in years or been like married to one either. And I was sitting there and I realized like, it's like other shit. Like I get, it's funny. Cause like more you compete, it's like they say before, it's like, I feel like it, it does play into being a better coach at some level. Cause like I'll do things and I'm like, I get when you get frustrated. Yeah. Now, like even more like, or when you think I'm fucking crazy. I was like, cause I am a little tapped. Like I'm going to push you to uh, like, I was just like, like today, yesterday they're doing a heavy set of five. And I was like, the goal is your last set, you should be a little purple on the fourth and fifth rep, but you don't miss. And I was like, if you're purple on the third rep, bracket and go down. And then I look at one of our athletes on softball and she's just like, and I was like, I already know you're not going to rack it. So don't miss. <laughs> she literally, she's like, understood. <laughs> like, cause I get it. Like I understand right. where it's like, you got to just like, you got to know who you're dealing with. But like, we're going to say is um, Jared, but you'll laugh at it. It's like, I'll go back and forth with my coach program's not working. I don't know what's going on. He's like, dude, he's like, you've hit a, you've hit at least a kilo, like two, two to three pound PR and snatch and clean and jerk consistently every three to four weeks. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, but I was like, I'm off today. He's like, you still can hit not, he's like, you're one of those lifters that I can hit 95 to 97% every day. And I get angry when I can't hit my one RM. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, dude, he's like, most people, he's like, there's so many lifters who can't hit 90% daily. He's like, you can hit 95% in one to two attempts every fucking day. He's like, he looked one day, he's like, shut the fuck up and stop complaining. <laughs> I was like, what do you mean? He's like, you can snatch 220. And he's like, every day you've hit 210. You've never missed 210, like on two attempts in a row. And I was like, I never thought of that. He's like, you can clean a jerk close to 275. And he's like, you've never missed 265 two times in a row. And I was like, oh, I never thought of that. Like, yeah. Yeah. Now sit down. Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> but he's learned he's like he tells me he's like you're my psycho client dude he's like you're the he's like i know you're not gonna leave or uh, like switch and you're in but he's like you're just you're a perfectionist yeah yeah i mean i've been there i've definitely been there on both sides of it too right as uh as the athlete and the coach it's a lot more frustrating being the coach right then because you think it's frustrating being the athlete, right? Like you just said, you're like, ah, what the fuck? Because in the moment you can't see it. But when you're the coach, you're like, 
you're being a fucking piece of shit right now. Like you just need to stop. Like you need to just stop. But it's it's hard to do that when you're yeah. in a moment. Oh, I get it. I know like when he sees me, I send him my videos and he's just like, oh, interesting. I programmed five sets of three at 80% and that looks like 92. And I'm like, oh, fuck. <laughs> oh, yeah. Math, math error. Yeah. yeah. But I also get on the other end. It's like when I coach like some of my athletes, they're like, how'd that look? And I was like, there's a lot of things in this life that I never want to see again. And that's it. <laughs> <laughs> Or like when we're doing like our speed and agility work, like I always post and cut those videos, but when we're sprinting and jumping, it takes the most coaching. I feel like it's like, I'm, I, I can coach it and I can do it, but it, it's more intensive coaching where like I need someone else to record it if I was to do it. And they're like asking me something. I was like, listen, you live your life how you choose, but never do that again. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to tell you what to do but I will tell you what not to do. And that's one of them. Don't do that again. Yeah. <laughs> but it's all different, man. I can bitch about that shit. But I bet you Bobby, what he sees with his 50 year old people is totally different. Right. Well, I mean, I also like, I, I spend most of my time convinced, like just like negotiating with my kids to get them to do what I want. Like, like there's a, like, like we'll be doing an acceleration day and then it's like we spend all this time doing knee drive stuff and then when they go to sprint they just fucking dump forward and kick back and i'm like <laughs> i and i like i stopped them i go all right bring it back whatever i go you know all that knee drive stuff we did i go i promise you we didn't do that to waste your time i go if i wanted to waste your time i'd do it much more effectively <laughs> I go, so could you at least like maybe try to do what I want you to do? Because I go, you will run faster. I go, if they, you're not interested in running faster, no problem with that either. You can, it's a chair over there. You can go sit. <laughs> like, I'm good. Yeah. Catch some my, seat. It's like when they're like, how'd that look? I'm like, well, it could be more better. I was like, uh, and they're like, so it's bad. And I was like, I wouldn't say bad because I don't want to insult you. But I was like, I didn't prefer that you did that. That's <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> well, like, like the other thing is, it's like, you know, my kids are obviously a lot younger. So it's like, oh, how was that? I'm like, it's not bad. What do I need to do? I go in my head. I'm like, I don't know about 20 fucking things. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, go, pu I go puberty would be nice. Um, <laughs> maybe some different parents that would be helpful too yeah yeah the good thing about like college age athletes when you work with them is they they pick up on the sarcasm a little faster where it's like i'll go up and i'll be like hey and they'll be like i know you're looking at me but i'm not talking to you at all i was like back this way <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah and they'll come up to me and they'll be like oh coach man i'm like i didn't ask so I, i'll come back to that give me a second I'm coaching this yeah. Yeah. No, yeah. I, literally like I'll have kids and I mean, I, I, I drive them fucking crazy. Like it, as much as they piss me off, I piss them off equally. Oh, my sarcasm is elite. <laughs> See, we have actually progressed beyond sarcasm and we have just moved right into verbal abuse. Yeah. <laughs> you can teeter on that line sometimes where I'm just like, ah. <laughs> oh, oh, I've <laughs> <laughs> one of my new things because <laughs> obviously all the kids that come through like usually they, they like give a shit about academics for whatever reason so that's usually like my dagger is they'll do something in the gym and they'll be they'll do it'll be like so bad and i'm like you know all those times you come in here and talk about school they're like 
yeah, why? I go, maybe you should just like not go anymore because clearly you're too stupid to even do whatever. Like, so I had a kid, the kids at kids in college right now. I was going to Clemson for a school, not for athletics. Clemson's a pretty demanding academic school. Yeah. So we were doing a drill, med ball skips, holding the med ball out in front of you. And I asked that they roll the ball back. I go, don't throw it. Just roll the ball back. And I don't know what the fuck he did, but he threw it into the ceiling. Now we have just drop ceiling, like office space, whatever, with uh, sprinklers everywhere. Somehow he did not hit a sprinkler. Somehow he did not damage the ceiling. I don't know how, but I just, I fucking lost it. And it, this was right when they were doing like college act, uh, like college applications and waiting to hear back. And I just went like right for it. I go, you guys are, I go, you guys don't have any idea how fucking lucky you are that the colleges don't see what happens in here. I go, you guys wouldn't even be able to get into Massasoit with this, the way you guys act. I go, when you guys are worried about going to real schools and SAT scores, I go, you should probably try to figure out how to not get hit by a fucking car when you're just walking down the road. I fucking lost it because that kid fucking knew better too. Like that, like that's the thing that pissed me off the most was he fucking knew better. He didn't fucking think. And I just went right for it. And I, I was on like a span, like over probably like a six week span. I had to do a flip out like that, like three times. Yeah, but it's earned. It's needed. Oh, yeah. Well, that's the thing. Yeah, they I certainly don't, I, deserve it if, at that point. If it's an honest mistake, I don't I don't I don't I don't just blow my lid because of an honest mistake. Right. It's when something when when the like, couple things need to happen here. One got to be egregious. Two, the person should fucking know better. Three, the reason that whatever happened was because they were fucking around and not listening to me. That's when we get a fucking epic meltdown. Right. Oh, yeah. No, it's just like I took uh, one of our teams like they wanted to do uh, coaches like and I agree is like that. Let's just do general fitness. And obviously at first I was like you work baseball, softball. You're like, well, what's the purpose of it? Like just no, like I'm on board with helping you design it. I just want to understand why. And we came, it's like, well, they don't do it. They don't have any themselves, right? Like, and I was like, we're the day and age where you can see like everyone's coming in, like they just bad posture. All they do is like, when you get to college level, it's like the only eight to 20 hours they're on their feet or when they're with us. Besides that, they sit in their car, they go sit where they go. They lay on their bed at home. So I was like, okay, yeah, that's fine. I was like, cause if we don't do it, they're not going to do it. It's just where it is now, right? Like right. the day and age of college athletes who go out for a run by themselves is over. Like, yeah. And, uh, yeah. It is what it is. So like, I took them out on the field Friday and like one walks out and they're just like, I don't like this. They're like, there's four cones and eight, eight 25 pound plates. They're like, this can't be good. This is not like (laughs) by the end, like I'm getting death stares. Like I'm getting verbal threats. They're just like, what the fuck? Like, are you fucking serious? Yeah. It's like, Oh, I'm sorry. Did you guys want to be better? Did you, would you want to just suck? Oh, there was no better in that. And that was just, that's just a bag session. <laughs> like, yeah, pretty much. Like that. That was a bag skate. Like there was no like. I, well, I mean, it's it. still like if not if nothing else. And I poked the bear the whole time. I was like, it's just a twenty five pound plate. Like, it's, yeah. figure it out. Like, <laughs> uh, I can make life really shitty with just a fuck. I could make well. I like let's knock the reference down. Make it a ten pound plate. I could make life really fucking shitty with a ten pound plate. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh no, hundred percent, dude. Like. It's all bananas. Yeah. Um, 
So actually, I don't think we we didn't actually cover this. Back to your hand. How did you actually break it? I know you said so, like jumping on a plyo. Was this like on the way? I want to really like just, your arm action up. Yeah. Like how the fuck did this happen? So jumping up to the plyo box, I was yeah. coming at a forty-five degree angle. I caught my hand. Right before that, I told an intern. An intern was just like, "Why do they jump that way?" The athlete, and I was like, "Well, they're doing it wrong." And I was like this is how it should look. And then I was like, this is how it looks when they do it. And that is how I broke my hand. I caught it like right in here. Oh no. All of a sudden he was about 10 feet behind me and I smacked my hand off his bitch. Right. And he's just like, I stick it by the way. I wanted to clarify because as a strength coach, I'm athletic, but not an athlete. Two different (laughs) different things. I look the part, but I do not fulfill the role of an athlete. Uh, So we're doing it, dude. And all of a sudden, he literally says, I hear him go. He's like, was that your hand, bro? And I was like, sure was. <laughs> and I was like, get off the box. And I was like, fuck. And I was like, I didn't want to look down for a moment. Because, like, you know what? It hurts really bad. But then it doesn't hurt as bad a second later. And yeah. my head was like, playing football. I thought I was going to look down and have a finger like this. Like, just like <laughs> out. You know what I mean? Or yeah. the other way. Because I've had it before where I've done it. And it's kind of popped in. I had to go get it fixed. And I was like, all right, we'll be cool. I was like, I definitely dislocated a finger because in my brain, I couldn't imagine breaking something right. on a plyo box. And I looked down and my hand's perfectly straight like this. And I was like, oh, we're good. I was like, I convinced myself I had a stinger on my hand for the first 20 minutes. <laughs> and I was like, oh, it's just a stinger, right? But that shit, like, and all of a sudden I was like, man, I can't move it as much. And I was like, that doesn't feel good. Like, it just doesn't feel right. And I like try to go pick up my phone and my hand just like fucking spasms. Like I can't move it. So then I stopped doing shit, comes back. Then I call my boss who I'm covering for because he had like a personal issue to take. And I was like, hey, dude, I think I broke my hand. He's like, dude, I told you because to, my wrist, right? He's like, I've told you to get that looked at for the last three weeks. He's like, just wait till you're done like covering. And I was like, oh no, my wrist still hurts. I was like, I think I broke my hand. <laughs> like, what the fuck were you doing? I was like jumping to a plyo box. He's like, no, what the fuck were you actually doing? And I was like, dead serious. So he's like, Live, I cover for him. He's like, I go to the AT room. The AT is like looking at my hand like this, my good one. And I was like, hey, I think I got a stinger. She was like, what? Because there's a bunch of nerves on the top of your hand, or like you can pop pop a blood vessel. Right. And, you'll right. and I was like, yeah, I think I was like, I think I got a stinger or some shit. She's like, what do you mean? And I was like, really hurts. It's like, I wouldn't say hurt. It's like very discomforting. And she's like, can you close your hand and I can move it slow and I can open it all the way. And then she's like, all right, like palpates it. And she gets to this one spot. And she's like, let's go take you for an x-ray, man. Get to the doctor's <laughs> office. I see this guy, our lead like sports thing. He's like looking at, she's like, hey, I know you're in something important. Meanwhile, like I have a softball athlete in the other room. I'm like, what's up? <laughs> like, I'll be right back. I'm gonna go get an X-ray on my hand. Like, Can you squeeze it? Can you do it? And then he presses on my hand, and my finger just goes because there's it was like this still, right? He presses on the spot, and it goes. And oh now God! It's like this, right? And he's like, "Oh, that's not right. Let's get an X-ray." And, and then he X-rays it. It's fucking stuck. And then for like 48 hours, my hand was stuck like this. <laughs> that's a long story but dude no one believes me like so here's the real question did they fix your wrist while they went in to fix your finger i didn't say anything about that (laughs) it's a missed opportunity i I convinced them to give me surgery on thursday after breaking it on tuesday normally they make you wait a week 
Yeah. And yeah. they're like, when's the last time you had alcohol? It's like sober as sober as a judge. Like, no, I don't drink. They're like, when's the last time you took any of like supplements? So it's like never. <laughs> and then I'm in there and I'm just like, man, I was like, I'm just winging it. I was like, hopefully I don't have any reactions to this shit. I was like, we're just gonna go in a good mood. She's like, the nerve block. She saw she's like, you gotta sign this thing to the nerve block. And I was like, has anyone ever beat it? They're like, what the fuck do you mean beat the nerve block? I was like, has anyone been able to ever move their arm after the nerve block? And they're like, like 10 minutes and then it's done. And I was like, I'm gonna beat it. <laughs> and the nurse is in there sitting there looking at me because my arm's up. And I'm just doing this shit for like 20 minutes. And at one point, I kid you not, I get on the phone with my buddy and I'm like, dude, my hands, because my hand went numb first, but I could still move my bicep for some reason because the nerve block, I found out, doesn't work like top down, it just spreads. Yeah. And I know what Bobby knows where this is going to go right now. So I'm sitting there and all of a sudden, I call my buddy, there's some hands numb. He's like, really? You going in? I was like, yeah, look at this. Ha oh, stranger. <laughs> and then all of a sudden I'm, I'm moving in and the nurse is like you win and i was like we're still going and i kid you not i'm like in mid pump on the way up and my arm just goes <laughs> and i'm like i look at her and i was like we're good <laughs> pull back over she's like what <laughs> and we get into the surgery for the anesthesia the guy's like here you go you'll be fine and i'm like i'm gonna beat it Next thing I wake up, surgery's over, and I was like, "Fuck, you won." <laughs> so, how long is how long? How long? Oh, like, how, count, oh, countdown from a hundred. What's the furthest saying? No, they gone? didn't even say that. They're just like, "Hey, we're gonna put this tube, give you a light anesthetic." And I was like, "What happens if I don't fall asleep? I'm gonna try to fight it." They're like, "That's never happened." <laughs> yeah. Next thing I know, like, I wake okay. up in the room, and I'm like, "Fucking lost." <laughs> like, yeah, typically, okay, the, yeah, uh, you're, yeah, you're gonna, you're, yep, you're gonna be the one to beat it. Yeah, typically, yeah. anesthesiologists know what the fuck they're doing. They, they get but, paid a lot of money yeah, to get that. I shit definitely right. appreciated the humor because I feel like they get so many people who are just like dicks. Like we had like a, it's a UVA's like a teaching school. So the guy in their block is learning. Like he's learning because the anesthesiologist does it too. And all of a sudden they're like, "How's that feel?" And I was like, "Listen, I know we're new here." Uh, but I definitely don't think it's in the right area because my elbow is on fucking fire. And I was like, I know you're trying. I was like, I know you're trying. He's like, Oh, sorry. He's like, you're, you're doing your best. And the doctor comes over from the other side. He's like, all right, let me show you. And I was like, wow, that burns. Like, that does not feel good in my elbow. Right now. I was like, you're cool, man. I get it. Like, I was like, I come from a field where you got to learn too. And you get, I can be, I can be a test on me. Like, what's yeah. up? I would say I can be I can be a test on me. Just shove that. I was thing. like I was probably like a strength coach. I'm like probably the perfect patient. I was just like, wow, that doesn't feel good. Like I was like, my elbow is on fire. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's that's sounds about right. You know, it was like yeah. one of those where you're just like, hey man, like it's cool. Like just figure it the fuck out, right? So then there's post surgery, right? Whatever. My boss comes and picks me up. Like they're getting me put my t-shirt back on and. Obviously, like usually the attendings that help you after aren't part of the surgery at times. Like they don't always know what happened. But when you come out and see this, she probably thought I broke my wrist, my forearm, right? Like, and she's like showing me, she's like, hey, you're not, you're not gonna be able to move your arm for a while. And I was like, I can't feel shit. Like, whatever, I get it. And she's helping me put my shirt on and I get the sleeve on and I look out, right? And this is the middle finger that's broken. I fuck you not. She's holding my arm up by the middle finger, my dead ass arm. And I looked oh, at her and I was like, should we be doing that? She's like, what do you mean? I was like, you know, I broke my fingers, right? She's like, oh, like, I kid you not. And I was like, it's cool, I can't feel it. But 
I've had this like fear when I go in tomorrow that he's going to be like, yeah, it's like my finger is going to permanently be fucked in the wrong <laughs> position. Now. Like, that's the plate with setting. You know what I mean? Right, right, right. Yeah. Like, what are we all new here? Like, the yeah. fuck? <laughs> but Jesus Christ. I was just like, yeah, whatever. Fuck it. Like, <laughs> yeah. I mean, like you said, people can definitely be dicks about it too. Like it's, and I'm sure like, it was the person like, kind of like, not freaking out but were they like oh my god like i'm so sorry no they were just like they were so calm and i was i was like you know that's like the finger that i just got fixed i could you know, <laughs> hold it like this with these two fingers and i was like i just feel like that is not what we should be doing 30 minutes after i just got my bone put back in place yeah yeah, yeah i mean this plates and tell you what to do like yeah i mean the surgery should fix it theoretically yeah yeah, I ran into something similar um, when I was trying to give, uh, what was I? Oh, I had to get blood work. So they had to like take blood, right? So the the lady was trying to, she tried to go in one arm and it didn't work. So then she went to the other arm and she's like fucking going and she's digging and and she tries like the the inside of the elbow. And then she tries like the outside, like the forearm part, like over here. She's like, I'm so sorry. Like, I don't, I'm, I, and I'm like, it's pretty fucking uncomfortable, but like, I can handle it. Right. Like I'm, it's, it's just pain, right? Like it's fine. Like it sucks, yeah. but like, it's whatever, man. Like just get the fucking thing in and get my blood out. And she's like, I'm so, cause she was asking all kinds of questions. She was like, are you super dehydrated? Like, were you drinking last night? And it was like a fucking Thursday morning or whatever. And I was like, I haven't had alcohol probably since last weekend. I, I drink a lot of water during the day. Like I don't. It starts I don't on Thursday time. though, right? Yeah, yeah. And she's <laughs> like, I don't know. She's like, I don't know. I've never ran into this before. And then like she's doing the whole thing, and then finally she had to go through my hand. So like the like the obviously you can see the veins in the hand. So she like yeah. went that way. But when I say I had, I had a band aid here, here, another one here, and then finally one on my hand. I had like four fucking band aids all over me just because this one nurse just like couldn't get a vein. And she was like doing the whole thing, right? She like tie it off and like hold it up, squeeze, don't, they do all this. She just couldn't do it. She was like, I'm so sorry. She was like freaking out. Like again, when I say freaking out, not really, but she was like, I'm so sorry. I, I, I've never run into this before. And I'm like, dude, it's fine. Like, like I said, it just hurts. But like, it, it's cool. Like, I'm not going to sit here because I think she was nervous that like I was going to flip out on her. And I'm like, listen, like, like, again, like it's it sucks, right? Like it hurts. Like you're literally digging a needle into my fucking arm, like trying to get it in the vein. It's pretty fucking uncomfortable. But like, I know I'm not going to die, right? Like, it'll be fine. Like, and then as soon as you pull the needle out of my arm, the pain's going to go away. So like, instead of fishing around, why don't you just pull that thing out? I don't think you're going to find it. Like, <laughs> like, let's try a different spot. I started to realize, like, now that I, I live down south relative to where we're from, is yeah. the commentary of Northeasterners, especially Massachusetts people, is so top notch. When we, <laughs> we do like the next day, I go into work. You reminded me, like I have a bunch of things. One, they leave all these fucking. I look like I just got out of a mental hospital, or I probably just had a bad night because my hands casted. I can I now the next day I can move like ninety percent of my arm because the hair block didn't wear off. And I was like, I'm not wearing a cast. Like, I was like, fuck that thing. I still can't move my fingers. I got like the the band thing on this side. I have the other two marks on me. 
I got like three Scooby-Doo band-aids because it was in the child's board. And I was like, I can't take any of this shit off because I can't use my hand still. Like I literally, today was the first day I could like grip a credit card, like got the movement, right? But this is next day. And I was like, whatever, I got to go into work and walk because I'm going fucking crazy just sitting here. And then I realized like all this shit's on. And I, then I realized I haven't, I was just like, you think they would think of that shit, right? Like you're a hospital. It's like, I only have one hand. We're going right. to come to my meditation in a second because that's a whole nother story. The shit I said <laughs> was in my pocket, but not to you guys, but the people from Virginia, it was. So I was like, I'm, I have like a knife where like I have a knife in my mouth and I'm cutting like the wristbands off. And I was just like, this is just, this could go bad. And I was like, but like, I need to get this off. I decided, right. I'm like putting my socks on, getting dressed. And then it was just like, make sure you take, take this medication. The swelling pain will be the worst the next day. They're like, it's just Tylenol, ibuprofen. You'll be fine. You need to get like multiple doses in it. These cock sucks. Gave me a childproof fucking bottle. Oh no. And so like, I get to work and someone's just like, they see my hand and one of my bosses was like, did you, why didn't you take it last night? And I was like, what am I supposed to fucking stick the bottle between my ass cheeks and twist, dude? I only got one fucking hand. Cause like now I've been pain and angry and he looks at me and he's just like, that was over the top and graphic. <laughs> and I was well, like, seriously, what, what was he expecting? I, but what's, I, what made me think of what you were saying, I was like in the Northeast, like no one would think twice about that comment. You'd probably right. be like, yeah, you're right. Like you can't open it. But, Seriously, yeah. I mean, did you try putting it in your ass? Because it <laughs> yeah. might have fucking. Yeah, I'm moving like water. this. I'm just like I can't move my hand, and it has like the child proof top, and I'm so frustrated because my hand hurts so much. I'm like, it's fucking ibuprofen. I was like, it's just I just want ibuprofen. I can't open this stupid fucking bottle, and I tried like biting my mouth and like twisting, and it wouldn't work. You get to pull down on two sides. So at some point, I'm like pressing the bottle down, like fucking deep throating this thing, trying to open it because it's seven a.m. and I'm in pain. And I was like, we got to start this swelling. I get to the point, I start throwing it against things. And then finally <laughs> I give up and I go buy a bottle of ibuprofen. And after that, she buys it. I look at her and it's like, I need you to open that for me right now. <laughs> She's like, what? And I was like, I won't leave this door until you open it. That's the CVS house. Like, and she opens it and I was like, can you please take the cotton out of it? <laughs> and I just like, I just fucking... Uh, I pretty much just raw dog like four pills, 800 milligrams, where I'm just like, yeah, <laughs> like, and I walked out. But I also bought two energy drinks to wash it down because I was like, <laughs> I need something here. I need, I need to be up. <laughs> That's awesome. You just made that person's day like that. Like that poor lady, like went home and told that story to someone. She went, I was she went, she went back to her podcast or like some stupid ass shit, dude. But some people are like. Do you need a bag? And I was like, obviously. Like, dude, you just hold you up your hand. My sixteen, my sixteen items in one hand. Like, I'm not that good. Yeah. I was like, I'm not fucking. I'm a world class juggler. I'll just yeah. one handed <laughs> juggle all sixteen things as I walk out the store. Yeah, like, dude. First, I went to Kadoba. Like, they mean to be nice, but sometimes I'm just like, I literally look like a, like getting. The, I'm like trying to pull a credit card out. I'm like, <laughs> like because I got to the point where I can grip like this, so it's wedged. And then, but if I, I can't squeeze too hard, so I have to support from the bottom. And multiple times, you'll just see this. Like, Bobby would lose his shit behind me. I'll be like this. Wow. <laughs> right? And then you're in line, and they're just like, the cashier's just watching this. And I was just like, okay. And then, like, literally, I have my bowl, the four fucking soda, chips, and, like, the six things I ordered to fucking comfort eat. And they're like, do you want a bag? And I was like, 
Should I just carry it out one by one? Yeah, you're right. I'll make six trips. Yeah. They're just like this. And then you can see it click and they're like, yeah, that's a dumb question. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, sorry, dude, but like, what do you expect? Like, yeah, I'm yeah. literally yeah. trying I had to get my, my wallet because for some reason I can't use this hand. My wallet and phone end up in this side 24 <laughs> seven. So I'm just like my keys today were somehow in this side of my pocket. So I was like bags on my backpack slung on one arm. I'm like this trying to get in the door. Like fucking grabbing my wiener and keys at the same time, trying to figure out which is which. Like, open the door, <laughs> and then the door won't open. I drop the keys and like motherfuckers go down to pick up the keys. Bag falls off, shit falls off. And I'm like, fuck this. I would have absolutely lit myself on fire. I mean, <laughs> yeah. e- even that would have been a lot of harder with one hand. But even yeah. cooking at times, I'm just like this. Like it's like I'm like in the hangover because I'm cheap too. I don't want to buy food all the time. Right. Like, so I'm like, I'm in the hangover doing like a fucking theorem on how I can get the food out of the pan and put it on hand. And I'm just like, fuck. Like, you gotta like put another like heavy, you gotta fill up a pot with water and put it up next it's to the like pan so you can like, like push it into it. Thing, Cause if you try and scoop, it's going to move the thing. It's so many things you don't think about too. You're in the moment. Like first day, like, I'm trying to cook and trying to clean the pan because I don't have like a washer like in the apartment right now because I did a short-term lease when I got down here. I was just like trying to scrub it and it just fucking moves because I can't anchor it with the other hand. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? How can you clean a plate? Yeah. He's like, I can see his frustration. It's these stupid little things. You're like, I'm hey. actually, I'm actually, th- I'm like, I wish we need see, we need a camera crew because I actually think it would be pretty fucking funny if like one Sunday, I just like cast it up and then like tried to go about my day and see it's how it so went. hard. Like I had, a, I have a whole thing full of clementines. You ever try to fucking peel a clementine with one hand? It's almost fucking. Oh, shit. oh my God. You would, I'm no, just you, like this. I'm like, no, I'm, I'm thinking, I, I'm thinking I would be eating it like a hand fruit and spitting out the rind. Yeah. That's how I feel the clementine. I, literally, just, I literally, once I got a rip, I'm like, ha ha. Yeah. Imagine <laughs> when you get like a diet Coke bottle that doesn't want to fucking open. You're just like this. Well, I don't know how to figure this out. Like, <laughs> That's where I, I need away, all. I of... threw away a dime Pepsi today because I couldn't get it open. I was just so frustrated. I was like, bottle to be drank. I was like, this is not handicapped fucking accessible by any means. It's like this bad product design. I'm like thinking, get a drill and fucking just drill a hole in the top. <laughs> like sometimes, like takes me a couple minutes to get dressed. Now, like shorts were on backwards. I was like, that's just how we're going. I was like, fuck that. Like, it's like that's not worth it. it. Well, I was to say I did. So obviously, I'd, I had. Uh, it's not that I didn't have use of my hand, but when I ha- when I got the poison ivy on my forearm and it swelled up to a fucking oblivion, there was like a little bit of like finagling, like some of this stuff, because I mean, again, I had mobility, I could use my fingers, but you know, like there was a ver- there was one way that I could put a shirt on. And that's it. Like there was no other way to get a shirt on like that. So if I didn't do it right, I had to start over. <laughs> Dude, yeah, no, like, I haven't worn a long sleeve in two weeks. So I, that's the thing though, because I was so, uh, the breakout was so bad. I was wearing long sleeves in the middle of the summer. It was awful. I'm in the other boat. Like I tried to put a long sleeve on and after five minutes, I was like, literally just saw like my sleeve. <laughs> like yeah. I had a sweatshirt sleeve because I can't wear a sweatshirt because whatever Noah's Ark man invented this cast doesn't go anywhere. Like <laughs> we've had that battle. Uh, keys, dude, driving. 
there's so many things you don't think about the day until you have to do it. Like I was like, Oh, new programs there for six hours today, fucking typing one letter at a time, like trying oh, to do command P. I was like, all right, reach across the P board, command P here. I was like, ha ha. Then go back. <laughs> like things you don't think about. Yeah. Yeah. That's nuts. <clears throat> without, I mean, basically like without hands and fingers, like we're, we're kind of just like dogs. No, my dog can <laughs> do more than me. But I will tell you, like, in my head, I was like, man, I probably am healing well. And then last night in the middle of the night, I fucking twitched. Ooh. And I woke up and it's like 30 seconds later, I had cold sweat. Like, I've never been in more pain. Like, my middle finger finally moved. Yeah. And I was just like, I don't know what the fuck just happened, but that better never happen again. Like, yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's fucking. You can kind of see it still, like, has the gross ass bruising. Yeah. I can see, like, down by your fingernails. Oh, yeah. It's like jaundice. Yeah, <laughs> that's you know, what I mean. That's the shit that like, happens. Someone definitely thinks I'm a homeless crack addict who stole this car that got hurt last night because my hands puffy. It looks like jaundice. I have <laughs> two like mental ward bracelets on my wrist, like, <laughs> and wow. I just like raw dog ibuprofen in the CVS down the street. <laughs> I just demand. I demanded that a, a part time employee just open my shit for me. Yeah, which like I don't know. Like to me, like I would have been like if I I I think I'm really good at observing, and I would have really had the context clues. Like if Bobby, same way. If you showed up to our grocery store when if I worked with Bobby there, and you had a cast on, like can you open that for me? I'd be like, oh, that makes sense because you have a right. cast on. Yeah, other people are just like, <clears throat> what? Like when one day I was like to someone like in athletics, I was like, hey man, can you do me a favor? I was like, like what's up? I was like, I need you to tie my shoe. They're like, I'm not your bitch. And I was like, dude, I can't use my fucking hand. And they were like, you can't tie your shoe. I can see your fingers. And I was like, what does I can't? You people are here. fucking retarded. And they were yeah. like, and then all of a sudden, like my, one of the guys, the other strength coach watched over. He's like, he's not fucking with you, dude. He's like, he can't grip a shoelace. And he's like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. Like, I didn't know that. And I was like, I wouldn't ask another grown man to tie my shoe if I could tie my own Yeah. Like, shoe. what do you think this is? Like, if, like. Yeah, this I get my fraternity. I get my fucking kicks because by asking you to fucking tie my yeah. Yeah. You're you not a, you're not a pledge like in a fraternity. Like I yeah. need help. <laughs> no. I was like, I'm a 31-year-old man asking a 19-year-old to tie my shoe. Obviously, something's fucking wrong. <laughs> <laughs> or like when people are like, man, how are you feeling? I was like, oh, that feels like I broke my hand. Feels like there's a plate in there. Like, <laughs> feels like I got a bunch of metal in my hand. Yeah, they're like, you can see him pontificate. They're like, oh yeah that makes sense they're like does it hurt and i was like it's felt better <laughs> i was like felt, yeah, yeah i was felt, like felt better when it wasn't broken i was like it felt yeah i was like it's felt not broken before like that was a good feeling i like that like that was better i don't plan to do the skin yeah yeah Ugh. people are so fucking stupid dude you don't get it like it especially it, i feel like like i know you're not in like the deep south but I also feel like the intelligence level is a little bit different. <laughs> it's crazy it would be down here. People would say like, they say I speak fast. And I was like, I don't feel like that way. They're like, you speak very authoritative and fast. And I was just like, I think you speak fucking slow. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I can definitely see that. So the, are people not as like uh 
Well, I mean, I would imagine people aren't as fucking miserable down there as they are up here, but I think no, the Northeast is silent, no, the no, everyone's, I'm going to let you know the secret to life. Everyone's fucking miserable. Yeah. Well, no, cause I mean like there's more silent suffers down here where they'll be like, it literally like, it'll be fucking raining just on them. And they'll be like, man, the clouds, it's a great day. And you're like, no, you're having an awful day. Shut the fuck up. Yeah. <laughs> Well, because like uh, like Boston and New York in particular are known for, like you said, just being like sarcastic fucking pricks about everything, right? Like, like oh, how's your hand doing? Well, it fucking hurts. Feels like this fucking yeah, piece of metal like, in it. Yeah, it felt better. It feels like I got two plates and six screws in it. It it doesn't feel good. You know what I mean? Whereas like, yeah. I feel like other parts of the country would be like, oh, you know, I'm I'm doing okay. I'm a little bit better every day. Yeah. But like up here, people are like. Nah, man, my hand's fucking broken. It fucking hurts. <laughs> Dude, there's but, that shit, like, down here, like, people talk to the gas attendants. It's the strangest fucking thing. You go into a 7-Eleven, and some days I'm like, mother fucker. I was like, listen, Deborah, it's going good. I was like, I'm only in here because I decided I need more caffeine. I was like... I already told your associate this morning when I needed caffeine, what happened to my hand? I was like, you two should get together. <laughs> yeah, go ask Jeremy what happened. Yes. Yeah. The I next like, time you have overlapping shifts, just ask. Yeah. But people you know, like you know, you know what too? Like you show up with like a like a cast over your hand. Oh my god, what happened to your hand? Oh, I broke it. And it's like, well, I can see that. It's like, why the fuck oh, did you ask? Oh, yes. Also, Bobby, yeah. this comes for you. Elite level dick humor. Uh, I haven't seen like the football strength coaches here in a while and I'm walking into the weight room like this week and they're walking by because they have their own and one sees me and he sees me in the cast and he's like dude what do you got that on for and I was like just like to wear it for fun <laughs> <laughs> and he looks at me and you can just see the most baffled fucking look for like 10 seconds and I was like no I broke my hand like I was just like yeah like what kind of fucking stupid question is that like oh dude like where's the cat why the cast Right, like, oh, why you got that on? I figured I would make my life know, as man. difficult as possible. <laughs> I, really I fucking like... hate myself so much that I wanted to just handicap myself for six weeks. No, it's right. funny too. Like, so say someone rolls in with a cast, my immediate question to them, I want to ask them, I go, "What'd you do to yourself? Anything good?" Like yeah, that, yeah. Like that, like that's the question. That's the so question I would ask. Be like, does that cast come with a good story? Well, it's like because it because it, it goes both ways, where it's like. It's like, oh my god, what happened to your hand? Uh, I broke it. Well, I can see that. It's like, no shit, you can see that. That's what fucking <laughs> happened. Yeah. How'd you break it? And then it's like, well, it's like, didn't fucking ask that. Then it's like, you know, someone has a cast. What'd you do? Anything good? Or it's <laughs> like they walk in. It's like oh, I kind of hurt myself this weekend. And I go, what'd you do? Anything good? <laughs> and they're like, well, I was just like messing around with my brother. I go, that's nah, not good enough. Get out there. Yeah. <laughs> what did I say? Uh, what do I say to people? I was just like. They're just like my new thing is I'm like when they ask, I'm like, okay, one. Well, I was like, how do I do you? When I work with college people all the time, I'm like, how do I you when this happened? Yeah. Yeah. And nine times they look at me and I was like, I don't care. It's your it's you, not me. <laughs> like it's not my body. I don't give a fuck. Yeah. yeah they like that. fell up the stairs and I was like, in the morning or like early morning or late morning. Like <laughs> you told me you fell up the stairs at 2 a.m. I know what the fuck you're doing. Yeah. And they were like, what? And I was like, why would I be mad? Can't do anything about it now. Like, fuck when I was like, I, like they're like, oh man, your lifting was going well. Are you mad you broke your hand? I was like, not really. I was like, I can't fucking unbreak it. Like, 
Just go. What right the fuck is getting mad gonna do? Unbreak this, please. Thank you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, it's like okay. If you really think about it, it's like yeah, I'll get a little annoyed, but like, I'll move on with my life. Like I'll yeah, get annoyed for a few minutes, and it's annoying. It is what it is. But it's like, next thing is you know, it's like I'm gonna figure out how the fuck am I gonna cook pasta today? Like, <laughs> I can't get the pot. Like, I can't I get like, the pot of pasta to the fucking strainer. So it's like <laughs> I'm in a bit of fucking st- bother right now. Yeah, you're just like this. I'm like, dude. First day I made rice, and I was like. That was a mistake. <laughs> I, was like, I was like, oh, fuck. Because I'm like banging the pan. It's like stuff. I'm like, God damn it. So then I was like, I'll take this spot bag rice, right? And now I have this hot fucking bag of rice. And I was like, how do I open it? <laughs> because I only got one in. So like I got to hold the bag of rice. And eventually I was like, I like pulled the bag of rice over the side of the pan. And then I, I got a fork somehow like in here. And I was like, <laughs> and I was like, this is just so fucking ridiculous. Toss yeah. it up in the air and fucking stab it. Yeah. <laughs> Play fruit ninja. With and, but it's like, I have a good, good, like mentality about it. It's like, I've done other stupid shit. Like when I had like, a, uh, uh, was it either compression or hairline fracture in my spine and my first disc herniation, I was like, nothing will ever compare to that. When you're 14 year old, years old and you get the cold sweats getting off the shitter, like everything else is all relative. Like I'd get down to the poop and it'd be time to get up and I was like, oh fuck. Like, that's like and I had an old Irish grandmother who had no sympathy at all. She was like, Yeah, I ain't helping you. Yeah, she was just figure like, it out. sitting there and I'd be like on the toilet. And I'd be like, all right, here we go. Here we go. Get the you figure your own way out of the like, toilet. You want food? I'll cook for oh, Irish. I don't know. It's like, I'll make you a potato or something. But like, I ain't fucking getting you out of the bathroom. That ain't yeah. not happening. Because it started just in my back. And then I fucked it up even more. And I remember she, one day she's arguing with me. She's like, cut that attitude. I was like, do you know what it's like having laser beams to death shoot from your fucking ass and your asshole down to your foot? <laughs> and she's like, no, I don't care, though. And I was like, yeah, I don't give a shit. Oh. Yeah. Because, you know, dude, Jared, you know how it is. Like with back, you're just like. Everything's a process. You're like, you look down at your socks. You're like, maybe I just stick the feet in the shoes today. Who needs socks? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) When you have to shit, you're like, I don't have to go bad enough. Like you're like, you're like, I'm allowed one poop a day. Yep. Yep. The, the everything hurts sitting, laying, standing. Existing, breathing. You're just like, fuck, I have to do that. Like, yeah. Yeah. Uh, all right. Well, I think it's uh, about that time we wrap this bitch up. So you got a final thought? You want to kick us off? I think Bobby, since he only said about three things, should start. All right. Dads, you got a final thought? <laughs> I, I suppose. I suppose. Um, so I've been on before mentioning that stop signs are optional <laughs> around my neck of the woods. Yep. Um, they're also optional in Medford. Um, so I'm just like, every day I drive, I am just like wondering, how am I going to get hit today? <laughs> and it's like, is someone going to rear end me? Because they're not paying attention to stop. I go, is someone going to blow that red light, blow that stop sign? Like, because it just, it just keeps fucking happening. Like, Right on red, don't even stop. They just fucking go. Um, cars coming from another side to like merge, they're just going because there's two lanes. But the problem is if they're taking a left, 
they fully intend on getting in the right lane when there are cars taking a right who are trying to get in the left lane. The like it 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 is just like amazing. Like I just I just sit there whether I'm driving or Michaela's driving, and I'm just like, especially when she's driving because I get to sit there and not pay attention, and I'm just looking around and I'm like. That car is not going to stop at that red light. That car is not going to stop at that stop sign. You know, <laughs> that car is probably going to fucking almost hit that person. <laughs> but then do I'm you like, feel like here's the thing to add to your thought, like why I'm frustrated about that. Cause I have that thought all the time. And I was like, I'm not lucky enough for that just to be it. Like I'm going to survive that bitch and I'm not going <laughs> to survive. And I'm going to make a full recovery, but it's going to hurt. Like, I'm going to be like that SpongeBob meme where he's like here for at least two years. (laughs) And they're going to be like, man, he came back. And I was been like, motherfuckers, dude, I thought this was it. I was ready. Like, (laughs) yeah. And it's like, because like I've been. So I got I got fishtailed one time. Woman taking a left hit me like right on my back um, driver's side panel and spun me into the other lane. I threw the bitch in reverse, didn't even look, pulled into a Tedeschi's parking lot backwards and got into a parking spot somehow, some way. I don't know. And I'm even thinking about that process where it's like, like I was with someone fine. Uh, I had to call somebody else to come pick my buddy up to go get a car. <laughs> to get like out of there so it's like i gotta call a fucking flatbed or like triple a whatever they gotta tow me to fucking who the fuck knows where and i was like i think i was in stoughton i go i don't know where to get this car towed to i go i'm not really from the area i don't have like a fucking auto body whatever so i got it towed to the dealership where i bought it so it's like get up to norwood then get back to easton and then it's like when the car is ready, it's like, got to get back to Norwood. I'm like, what a fucking pain in the ass this is. And that's like all like, that's actually the worst part, too, because it's like bones heal annoying. Yeah, but it's like all this other shit. It's like, why? Because you can't stop at a red light or you can't fucking follow. It, it's really all traffic laws that I'm starting to realize. Okay. And I mean, these people just like. I think I think they just like stopped thinking about what else is going on the road and they're only thinking about themselves where it's like oh well i want to make that light it's like oh shit it turned red it's like man fuck it i'm going anyway i'm like right uh i mean i can second you think that the appointments are annoying because like i have to go tomorrow to get the stitches out and i was like in my head i'm like man couldn't i just get someone else to pull them out like like... (laughs) yeah yeah i I, I definitely have noticed that. I don't know if it's a thing like as you get older, you start paying attention to different things. But like, because I don't even know if you can use that as an excuse because it's like grown ass adults that do that stupid shit too, like blow oh, the red it's... lights and the stop sign. It's not, it's not like it's all 19 year olds that are doing it. You know what I mean? No, like it's, you, it's very rarely it's kids. And it's yeah. like, it's just so much of it now. It's just like, I think people are just impatient and just choosing not to give a fuck yeah and it's like it it's it's really impressive like how egregious it really gets especially in like these busy places because it's like i do live in a kind of a little bit of a busy place yeah and it's just like you people are just like this isn't going to end well for someone i don't know who probably me but 
<laughs> just know you're going to survive the accident. That's oh, uh, yeah, I'm counting on it. Like, <laughs> no, because it, it, it won't be bad to like bodily injure me. It'll be enough to just be, all right, fuck. Now I got to figure out who's going to come pick me up or who's going to, or I got I to gotta get this car towed and then I got to get the car towed somewhere. It's like, I don't know where, where the fuck I am or where I'm going. Like, then it's like, all right, well, who's the fuck is going to drive me home from there? And it's right. like, right. Hey. Yeah. No, it's, it's like what you said. It's like, you'll that it's like my boss is uh, saying is the happiness of my day. Like my, my direct supervisor for strength and conditioning is, is dictated based off how many adults I have to speak to that I didn't want to. <laughs> and I was like, I, I didn't get it at first. And then I thought of it. Like, and I was like, I get it. Like, he was like, less adults I have to speak to that I don't want to speak to. My day's better. He's like, it's a direct, it's a N equals yeah, one. I can see that. Uh, yeah. All right. You got a final thought? What's yours? Uh, do you just not have one? Are you stalling? Like, what's the fuck? No, I mean, I think I really blew my load in the final thought when I talked about, like, we should really think ahead about childproof bottles. I was like, one, I live by my fucking self. You did an intake form. Two, I requested <laughs> non-narcotics, like non-addictive narcotics, but you still give me a fucking ibuprofen and Tylenol bottle that I can't open. I got one hand, what, fucking Kegel it? Like, yeah, yeah. We've gone through that. And that's going to be brought up tomorrow when they're like, did you take it? And I was like, how am I supposed to open a childproof bottle with one hand when I live by myself? Yeah. Yeah, I can see that. Let's go right. myself. Then, uh, so then for my final thought, uh, to put a bow on it, um, I, so I've, I've actually been, been lucky enough to play a, a little bit of golf over the last two weeks because the weather's been nice up here. Um, and I officially hate any and all old ladies on the golf course. Uh, they can all get fucked multiple times now over the last like two and a half weeks. I've been on the golf course and there's been either a twosome or a threesome of old women on the course that just play slow. They don't let you play through. They don't let you join up and like they can get fucked. Like at, at one point, so I played, I think Thursday afternoon, um, and I, I was a single, I was playing by myself and I played pretty quick, especially when I'm by myself. Like it's st step up to the ball, hit the ball. You know what I mean? Like it's, I don't, there's nothing really to fuck around with. Um, and on the, I think on the third hole, they were in the fairway and I was on the tee box and then every hole after that. So four, five, six, seven, eight, and nine, I stood on the tee box with them before they teed off and they did not even acknowledge that I was there. And I was like, all right, well, you fucking old bags kid can just fuck right off because you suck. And it's one of those where like they, they tee it off and it goes about 75 yards and then they hit it again and it goes about, 75 yards you know what i mean like it takes them five shots just to get to like get close to the green and it's whatever like i'm not i'm not trying to shame anyone for not being good at golf if if you're not good you're not good it's fine like i'm not good yeah it's it's cool but like my thing what really fucking pisses me off is the being a cunt about 
about not being good and playing slow, right? Like if you want to play slow when you're out there, right? It's, it's always, it's like I said, it's always a twosome or a threesome, right? It's like Ethel Modge and or Mod and fucking whatever, Elizabeth, like the three, the three old bitches that are out there and they literally just don't even fucking acknowledge you and don't let you play through. Don't like, Oh, don't worry. I'm not going to fucking ruin your good time. Like you, I can at least tee off with you and then just leave you in the dust. You know what I mean? Like, just let me fucking play through. And it's just infuriating uh, to the point where not this Thursday, but the week before when I played, uh, I left on the seventh hole. There was, so, so this was two weeks ago. I got paired with a random guy. So we were a twosome. And then there was a twosome in front of us that was a husband and a wife. Dads, this is the psycho guy that was throwing his bag. (laughs) I've never, I've never heard of a human being throw their golf bag, let alone twice in three holes. That's pretty impressive. Yeah, it was, it was, it was fucking nuts. Um, I, I, at first I was like, ah, fuck man. Like, do I just leave? Cause like, I don't want to deal with this guy. Like I, cause, cause I didn't want to get into it. Right. Like I, I'm here to play golf. Like I'm not here. Like d- don't fuck around. Like if you, if you know, it's like, I don't want to start a fight on a fucking golf course. Like I, it's not, it's not what I need to do. Also I'm 30 years old. Like I don't need to be getting in fights, especially on a golf course. So this guy was an absolute psycho. He was like dad said, I, I was texting him and Jones. He threw his bag twice in three holes. Uh, the third hole, he literally threw his bag and all the clubs came out and he had to like, go pick them all up, put them back in the bag. And ca- it fucking, was what a fucking moron. He was a fucking loser. So he was flipping out being like, fuck this, fuck that. What fucking cock sucking game. What the fuck? Like, and I'm like, whatever. So I just leave. I don't even look at him. I don't talk to him. I'm just playing my game, texting fucking dats and Jones, like giving them live updates. So that's us. Then there was the husband and wife that was in front of us. And then there was three old ladies in front of them. So again, at Chamawa, we get to the seventh tee, which is a par five. It's the only par five in the whole course. And it fucking sucks because everyone thinks they're fucking Tiger Woods. And they stand on the tee box and they're like, the group, you know, might be out in the fairway, you know, 270, 280 out there. I'm like, well, I got to wait. I can't tee off yet. I might hit it into them. And then they fucking tee off and it goes like 200 yards. And it's like, all right, cool. I'm glad we waited. So, so I get to the seven tee. It's me and psycho guy. And then there's the husband and wife in front of us are on the tee box already. They haven't teed off. And then there's Ethel, Maud, and fucking Elizabeth are on the ladies tees. They haven't teed off yet. And then there's a group in front of them that's doing a looking like looking for a ball underneath the leaves in the fairway. And they were a foursome. So I was like, holy fucking shit. And like, no one's letting anybody play together or play through or nothing. So you got like people, you can see them in the fairway, kicking the leaves around. And I'm like, Jesus fucking Christ. I'm not, I'm not doing this. So I left, we got to the seventh hole and I was like, all right, man, I'm out of here. Have good luck with the rest of the round. (laughs) And, uh, I went and played one and two, and then I left. So I ended up only playing eight holes, but it was like, it's just not worth it. So there's a, a, a long way to say a short thing that I fucking hate old ladies on the golf course. They can all get fucked. Like I said, 
If you're not good at golf, it's fine. No one gives a shit. And I say this to Amy all the time because she wants to start playing golf. Like she's like addicted. She's come out with me, I think once. She's gone twice. She went once with me and once with her mom. We just went to like the par three course in Norton. And uh, she's she enjoys it, right? She, like, she got bit by the bug. And she's, you know, she's like, I don't know if I would ever play anywhere that's not the Norton course. And I'm like, you could play at Chamawa. And I say it, I said it to her, I say it to everyone. No one gives a shit how good or how bad you are at golf. People give a shit when you take too fucking long and you're not courteous of the other people around you. You know what I mean? Like if you're looking for a ball under the leaves in the middle of the fairway and you look back and you see eight fucking people standing on the tee box, you know, maybe you should let them go through, or maybe you should just throw a ball in the fairway and go from there. You know what I mean? Like just be courteous of other people. That's all it is. And like golf's not like, I was going to say golf's not hard. Golf is hard, but it's not hard to not piss, piss people off on the golf. No, you course. just don't, if you don't hold people up, it's cool. Yeah. I do have my final thought for you. I forgot it. Um, it's actually not related to anything we've been talking about. And uh, Perfect. if you ever come back on, I'll send it to you guys uh, as it builds. But post-surgery, I had some time and I decided that I need to start logging my good ideas. because they get oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> I'm only at three. I had a fourth one, but it, it came to me when you guys were talking, but I didn't write it down. Book of good ideas I've come up with. One, alcohol sensor installed behind teeth like a brace. That can detect the blood alcohol content of driver and can trigger an insurance discount above the 10%. Don't know. Ah, uh, yeah. Ah, uh, ah. Uh. So by not breaking the law, yeah, you get an insurance discount. <laughs> Pretty much. Think about it, though. Because it's like a safe driver's discount. Yeah, but like if you go over 0.08 and you're operating a car, like you get a DUI. Like it's a very oh. obvious way of getting a DUI. Yeah, I mean, with great power comes great responsibility. I'll say that's why I never signed up for the Plymouth. Um, oh my God, what's my car insurance? Oh, Plymouth Rock. It's like yeah, some you can make money off of. I've had I only have three right now. Second, mandatory rocks in all staff meetings. Whoever whoever says the dumbest thing or calls the meeting for the dumbest reason is keeper of the rock until surpassed. <laughs> <laughs> It's like the three putt on the golf course. It's like you have to fucking hold the snake until you fucking <laughs> until someone else three putts. Yeah. Then the third one I came up with at a time is uh carrying a timer for unwanted social interactions, polite but efficient. Where like if I'm at the gas station, you want to talk to me and I hit my timer and it shows 60 seconds, get to That's it. That's all you got. Yeah. Yeah. But I've like started to build these so someone no one can steal them from me. <laughs> I'm gonna be like Kramer. I'm gonna be like, I actually thought of that before. <laughs> I had that idea seven years ago. Yeah. Like I, I had Time mandatory stands. TRT, but I don't know if everyone's there yet. I That's think that I'd, I'd, I'd support Book that. Of good ideas is coming. Yeah. Because if I, like I can it. get that to like two, 3,000, I'll put that on Amazon and it's worth the buy. Yeah, I think so. And I'll label it the book of good ideas I had no motivation to look into. <laughs> I like it. The book of good ideas that simply state ideas yeah yes i have no intentions of actually doing the ideas or following through in them well, you're but writing your pre-log right now what's up you're writing the pre-log right now 
Yeah, that's it. That's as far as it's going to go, though. Well, the yeah. preface, epilogue, yeah, preface, whatever. I want, all I want is if Jared takes one of these ideas that makes millions, I'm not going to come for your millions. I just want you, when you're on stage, to say, I got this idea from. <laughs> <laughs> the book of great ideas. Yes, the book of good ideas. Yeah. I like it. All right. Well, uh, that's going to do it for us. So thank you for watching. If you're on YouTube, uh, give us a thumbs up, like, rate, subscribe, review. Tell everybody you know about the show. Five stars on audio. On audio. Well, yeah, I guess on audio if you're Spotify or iTunes. Uh, thank you to mybookie.com. Use the promo code SarcasmPod when you sign up uh, to double your first deposit up to a thousand bucks. Use the same promo code SarcasmPod at grillyourassoff.com uh, to get fifteen percent off your entire order every single time you check out over there. Uh, you can get us on Instagram at sarcasm speaks pod. Twitter is sarcasm underscore speaks. Facebook is sarcasm speaks. The website, sarcasmspeaks.com. Go to the merch store, buy some merch. Uh, you can still get in on the NFL weekly pick and pool. If you would like, uh, six bucks a week, uh, send, send us your, just send us a message and we'll get you the info. We'll get you signed up. Uh, you're not going to win the season long, but, uh, you could still win the week. So it pays out, you know, at least. We've been averaging a minimum 120 bucks. So uh, until next time, good night.